I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Joe Watling. Good morning, everyone. I'm going to carry on reading from this letter that Paul wrote to the Thessalonians. We know that this is one of the earliest letters that Paul wrote. Paul and Silas had gone to Thessalonica, right up in northern Greece, and had started a church there, one of the first ever European churches. They had preached the good news, the gospel of Jesus, to the people there who were both Jews and Gentiles. Greece was a country of people flocked to at that time. It was a place of learning and philosophy. So Paul and Silas preached the gospel and many people believed what they heard and began to meet together. In Acts, we learn that the Jews in Thessalonica rose up against this new church and Paul and Silas had to flee. The Christians in Thessalonica were then persecuted. Their property was being seized. Workers were stopped from practicing their trades. Those who found a new faith were shunned by their families. Some were insulted, some beaten and some put to death. They were experiencing suffering of the worst kind. Paul is deeply concerned for these young Christians going through such severe trials all on their own. So imagine his joy when he finds out from Timothy that this baby church is alive and strong despite the significant persecution, despite the diverse and multicultural community of believers from all different kinds of backgrounds and despite being left without any leaders. Rory told us yesterday that there is a hint of celebration in Peter's letter to the Thessalonians. Paul is thanking God for this amazingly resilient church. Peter talks about all their hard work, their labours of love and their endurance through times of persecution. He celebrates their faith, their love and their hope. And so let's read the next two verses. For we know, brothers and sisters, loved by God, that he has chosen you because our gospel came to you not simply with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. It's quite extraordinary, isn't it, that this church managed to survive, how these young Christians, who had barely finished the equivalent of an alpha course, managed to keep their faith in the face of so much attack. It is clear to us that this could only have happened because of the power of the Holy Spirit. If ever there was clear evidence that Jesus had indeed left the Holy Spirit, it is here in Thessalonica. There is no way that church could have survived without supernatural help. Jesus knew that the Holy Spirit would empower and continue Christ's mission through Christ's followers on earth. It says in John 14, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives in you and will be with you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you will also live. And on that day, you will realize that I'm in my father and you are in me and I am in you. So in verse four and five of Peter's letter to this amazingly resilient group of people, Peter felt he needed to remind them that they were loved and chosen. 
And of course, back then, it was only the Jews who were referred to as God's chosen people and not anyone else. Peter is reminding them that they too, the Gentiles, are chosen and elected by God and deeply loved. The phrase beloved by God was a phrase which the Jews applied only to supremely great men like Moses and Solomon and to the nation of Israel itself. So for these early European Christians, it was a huge privilege to be referred to as the beloved of God. Peter was so excited that this young church that he had started but had had to leave so abruptly was still going, still so alive and strong. He wanted to encourage them and remind them why this gospel is so powerful. It is because it is rooted in the fact that God loves us and he doesn't want anyone to perish. He loves both the Jew and the Gentile, the great leaders, the big churches with charismatic leaders and the tiny churches which are popping up, which were popping up all over Asia Minor and Europe. So whenever we are discouraged, hearing about how much God loves us and cares about us is what lifts us up and helps us to keep going. Allowing ourselves to receive God's love again is empowering. It reminds us of who we are, a chosen people, a royal priesthood, beloved of God. And Peter goes on to remind them that the gospel they are proclaiming is not just words or a new philosophy, but it is power. It comes with the Holy Spirit. Jesus is no longer with them in human form, but he has left his spirit with them and his Holy Spirit will give them everything they need for their journey of faith. They are not alone. So as we go into the weekend, I would love us to pray into this, to pray for the Holy Spirit to refresh us again and remind us who we are. We may not face such overt persecution, but our beliefs and our faith are challenged every single day and we too need help. We need the power of the Holy Spirit not only for ourselves, but so that we can carry on spreading the gospel. Thank you for listening to HTC Daily.